I want to thank you all for for coming out this evening. We're glad you're here, and it's just it's just good to see you. I hope that uh, several of you have been able to uh, to watch the live stream on Sunday mornings that we've been uh, doing for quite a while, and Bobby's been doing the Wednesday night lesson, and I've been uh, I've been watching Bradley and Willie. Uh, when I have a chance and opportunity on Wednesday night on, on Zoom. Uh, I, I have to sit with my mom. My brother and I uh, take every other night, and if I'm at her house, I have zero reception there, and so can't watch it those nights. But when I'm at home, I've been trying to uh, to watch uh, their their study as well. As a matter of fact, the first time I tried to do it, I, you start talking about Zoom and that sort of thing. For somebody my age, that's kind of... That that's uh, that's new territory for for somebody like me, but but I was watching and and enjoying, but I forgot that uh, if you start talking, everybody hears you, and uh, you get a text message on your phone. It says, "Pop, I'll hit your mute button." Well, I immediately said, "Where's it at?" You know, out loud again. I didn't. I get another message. Touch your screen and it'll come up. Okay, there you go. And now I know how to mute it. And I did that Wednesday night while I was while I was watching. But I, I got it. I honestly, I didn't know how to do it and, and didn't realize that everybody could hear me. And so uh, I've learned something uh, from watching them, along with uh, not just uh, technology-wise, but the lessons have been good. And so uh, I've been uh, enjoying it and taking part in it, and I hope that you have too. I want to begin my lesson tonight in Galatians 6. Galatians 6, verses 9 and 10. The Apostle Paul writing. Paul says, Let us not grow weary while we are doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. And then he says, As you have therefore an opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially them, of the household of faith. Perhaps now, more than, than ever before in our lives, the world needs people who are looking for chances to do good and chances to, to help somebody else be, besides just themselves. It, it seems to me, you'd like to be wrong about this, it seems that selfishness Ill will, even uh, even arrogance, is is alive and well in our world today. I, I really hope I'm wrong about that, but that seems to be the case for many folks today. The world is all about every man for himself. Dog eat dog. It, I'm taking care of me, and I don't care about anybody else. It's all about me and me and me some more. Folks are just out there trying to please themselves. Now, there's times when you should just try to please yourself. If you're going out to eat, you go where you want to go. If you want Mexican, if you want Japanese, if you just want a Sonic burger, go, go get what you want. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, you go get the one you want. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. You get the one that you want. But as we 
live our lives alongside everybody else. Hey, we're all, we're all just uh, uh, going through this, this world together, are we not? As we do that, we should be willing to consider the feelings of others and, and the thoughts of others. Uh, how do they feel about this? Uh, what, what are they, what are they thinking? And, and we're always trying to do the right thing. We're always trying to do good, as, as Paul told us in Galatians chapter 6. The same Apostle Paul writes in Romans chapter 12. Romans 12, and this is verses 18 through 21. Paul says there, if it, if it is possible, he says, as much as depends on you, that is, as much as we can do, live peaceably with all men. Now, that's going to take some serious effort on our part. He goes on and says, Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. And then he says in verse 21, Be not overcome of evil. No, overcome evil with good. Now, we won't be able to make everybody happy every time. I, I'm not suggesting any such thing that, that you do whatever it takes to make everybody else happy and, and just forget about yourself. It's not always going to be possible. Even Paul himself said, if it be possible, and it won't always be. But as much as we can, especially for those that are closest to us, our family, our family, our, our close friends, co-workers, our brothers, and our sisters at church. Let us be trying to... There was an old country expression that folks used to use when I was a young man. They would say, Now you do right by him, son. And what that meant was, Terry Smith, you treat that person right. And you do the best you can to get along with them. That's, that's what that that old saying meant. And that's what we need to do in our lives. If it be possible, as much as depends on us, let us try our best to live peaceably with everybody. In Romans chapter 15, Romans 15, this is the first three verses. Paul writes, We then who are strong ought to bear with the scruples of the weak, and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, leading to edification. And then he says, For even Christ did not please himself. But as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. Jesus went to the cross for us. There was nothing for him to gain. He, he was already in heaven. There might be some folks who actually believe that, 
that maybe uh, uh, Jesus died on the cross so he could go to heaven. <laughs> he was already there. Uh, he came down to the earth and lived as a human. That's a huge step down. A and then went to the cross for us. And in so doing, gave us the absolute greatest possible example of doing something for other folks and not just for ourselves. Let me show you some more about Jesus in Philippians chapter 2. Philippians 2. We're going to start reading at verse 3. What else did Jesus do? Paul says, Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem others better than himself. That is something that in our day, in our world, most folks are, are not willing to do, but that's what Paul tells us to do. He goes on and says, Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. Let this mind, with that kind of spirit and that kind of attitude, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Who? Talking about Jesus. Being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. But, this is what we are talking about a minute ago, he made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, and coming in the likeness of men. He was already in heaven. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Now, us humans, we want things done our way. More than that, we want it done right now. <laughs> as soon as I ask for it, I want it done now. What if Jesus would have had that kind of spirit? Fortunately for us, he did not. Maybe a, a, a real sign real evidence that we're trying to be like Jesus. That we have looked at the example of Jesus. That we have the, that mind in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Maybe some proof that that might be the case with us is if we find ourselves trying to help somebody else when there is absolutely nothing in it for us. <laughs> We're not going to get paid. Nobody is going to do anything special for us to pay us back, but we help anyway just because we know it's the right thing. That's the only motivation that we have, and that's all we need to know. It's the right thing. And so that's what I'm going to try to do. That's, that's all we need. It's the right thing. And I know that what I'm about to say in the next couple minutes is, is a real stretch. But if humans would just practice God's Word the way God intended, and that's what God wanted the human race to do, and if we would just do that, the terrible and awful things that, that we see on the news would not happen. Have you ever thought about that? The attacks on 
schools and, and even churches, that should be the two safest places in the world. Not in our day. Those are places that, are, that seem to be targeted now. Churches and schools. Domestic violence, even child abuse. Those are things that if, if somebody tried a hundred times to explain that to me, I would, I would never be able to, to comprehend it. But if, if families would love each other the way God intended for them to do, there, there would never be a broken home. Th- those things would never happen. And at church, if everybody would do two things. Number one, we got to please God. That's always the first thing. And number two, if all the brothers and sisters in the church would just be good to each other, (laughs) treat each other right, help each other, and encourage each other. We're all trying to get to the same place, right? Why not help each other? Make that happen. If, if we would just do that, we'd never have a problem even in the church. There'd never be any problems. And I know you're thinking, man, T.A., you're living in dreamland now. Well, maybe, maybe I am, but you know, that could happen if we would just practice God's word and do good to all men. And I get I get upset just thinking about it sometimes because I know it could happen if the human race would just try to do better. And I find myself more and more as I get older and older and time goes by I find myself praying for something that I don't think I prayed for in time past. And that is that God will just help us humans to do better. To just help us do better. Look to God for guidance and so that He can bless us and help us. I find myself daily praying for those things. In Mark chapter 2, Mark tells us the story of a man who he says, uh, Mark calls him a paralytic. Uh, That's the the New King James translation. Uh, um, The man couldn't walk. Uh, he He was crippled and he could not walk. And Mark tells us that he was carried by four men on his bed to see Jesus. No doubt he was uh, hoping to be healed. But when they got there to the place where Jesus was, there were so many people there, they couldn't get through the door. And so Mark says that they carried that man up on the roof, they made a hole in the roof, and they let that man down through that hole to see Jesus. And Mark says that when Jesus saw their faith, he healed that man. Mark says he he got up, he picked up his bed, and he walked out. Now we read that story and 
And we focus on that incredible miracle. And it, and it was an amazing thing that, that Jesus could, could do those things. The purpose of the miracles was to confirm, confirm the Word. Jesus could do incredible things. But it could be that the greatest thing that we see in that story is all of the trouble that those four men went to to help somebody else. As far as we know, at least as far as Mark tells us, there was nothing in it for them. But they went out of their way. They went the extra mile to help somebody else. There's got to be a lesson in there for us. How hard, how hard are we willing to try to make, to make our little corner of the world? And we, can't, we can't change everything out there. We can pray about it. I'm, I, like, I, like I said, I'm already doing that. But, but in our little corner of the world, how hard are we willing to try to make the world better? Let me ask you this. I'm asking myself this at the same time. Would we have carried that man to see Jesus? Or would we have said, man, that's just too much trouble. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. How hard are we trying? I'll close this lesson by asking, if you are even trying to live a Christian life, how much effort are you? Are you putting into living a Christian life? If you've, if you've never obeyed the gospel, I can tell you, you're not trying hard enough. But if you're willing to repent of your sins, to confess your faith in Jesus as the Son of God, and be immersed in the waters of baptism for remission of sins, you can come up out of the waters a new creature and a member of the Lord's church. You can do that this very evening. We will help you. Get that done. Perhaps you have been a Christian at some time in your life, but you have fallen away. Well, this is a chance for you to fix that. Repent of your sins. Ask for the prayers of those that are faithful and be restored. And then you you can try a little harder this time. If you're subject to the Lord's invitation... Please let it be known while we stand and sing.